Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. All right, the standoff at the border continues. What is going to happen? Texas says we're not going to comply with the Biden administration's deadline. The 25 governors who've joined in with Texas are standing in solidarity, and the White House is completely, completely fighting the states. I've never seen anything like this before. Welcome to the show. Glad you're here today. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. It is Friday. A lot going on. The governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, coming out and saying he has a constitutional right to defend his state. And he cites Article 10 of the Constitution, Article uh, 1, Section 10. He's exactly right on that point. Also, the fact that Texas was was promised by the federal government when they joined the union that we we got your back. We're going to protect the border. Uh, the question, of course, is what what does Texas need to do here? Now, they, they keep putting razor wire down and they're going to keep doing it. And the Supreme Court didn't tell Texas they can't put razor wire down. All the Supreme Court said was that the, the feds can remove it. So that's the issue. I mean, that's the question here. If they keep taking it down, um, is Joe Biden going to federalize the National Guard? Could that come this afternoon? And if he does so, I think it's going to be the dumbest, biggest political bonehead mistake in probably American political history. I really do. I think it's going to be a disaster, disaster for Biden if he does that, because he's going to show everybody that he's surrendering the southern border. But we'll see if it occurs. I mean, this is the big story of the day today, obviously brought to you by our buddy, Dr. Mike Venaria, VenariaDental.com. Please go see him today for your perfect smile. I'm, I'm just I'm amazed at how dumb this administration is, not just on the border, but today they also announced that they're banning the exports of liquid natural gas at a time when our allies need it around the world. And this is just going to empower people like Vladimir Putin. Why we would do this makes no sense unless you are looking at this from the um, from the position of this administration. This guy is not really running for reelection because these are not moves you make if you're a candidate. You don't you don't surrender the border. You don't ban liquid natural gas exports. You don't do these things if you're running for reelection. Not when you have an underwater approval rating. I mean, Joe Biden's approval rating right now is 30 points underwater, 65 percent disapprove of the job he's doing that you can't come back from that there's no coming back from that please 
There's no coming back from that. So my theory about they're going to swap him out still holds strong as of today. Because all the polls are showing Trump is going to beat him. And they just cannot tolerate that. They cannot deal. They can't risk having Trump back in the White House. That's the, that's the, that's the problem for them. So nothing would surprise me about what happens with Joe Biden's political future at this point. But he certainly does not seem to be acting like a guy who is trying to run for re-election. I mean, he doesn't speak. He disappears. John Kirby has to has to talk about everything. It's like John Kirby's the president. And the White House fembot, Corrine Jean-Pierre, keeps repeating the same tired talking points. I mean, Americans think immigration is an actual crisis. Not the system, but the fact that our border's wide open. And yet they're not acknowledging any of this. It, 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 it's amazing to watch. Politically speaking, I am amazed. I really am. It's, it's hard to process unless you look at it from the position of these people are probably not seeking a second term. They're just this is what a lame duck administration would do. Go out with a big lefty bang and do all the lefty kooky stuff you know you could never get through Congress or the kooky lefty stuff you knew you know that would never get you reelected and do all those things, I, I guess, on your way out the door. But, I mean, to, to, to fight Texas, to fight Texas on, on razor wire at the border, this is what you want to be doing as you're running for re-election? You, you want to you have a standoff with the state over razor wire on the southern border. You think that's going to help you? No, no. This, look, this would help if Joe Biden had a, had a competitive primary with somebody further to the left than him. Sure, that would help him get the nomination, but it's not going to help you win the general election. And back in 2019, Biden was saying, come to the border, you know, come to the border. And Biden was also saying back then, we're going to end fossil fuels. But you don't really do those things when you're when you're in office and you, you want to get reelected. You, you say those things when you're running in a Democrat primary, which he was and he was losing. So he ran far left. And that's what people do. They run far left or they run far right in primaries. But then in the general election, you got to appeal just beyond your base. Every decision this administration is making right now, it, all they're doing is just making their far left kooky base happy. That's it. You think independent voters like this? You think you think mainstream voters think this is okay? And to take a stand against the state of Texas, how does that help you in a general election? In, in any way? If Biden was fighting a, like, say Bernie Sanders was challenging him for the nomination or something and beating him, and this was his last stand to try to try to beat off Bernie to get the Democrat nomination for reelection, okay, I could understand the political strategy behind this. But th- this is a general election disaster. I mean, forget the whole issue of states' rights and forget the Constitution and all that stuff for just a moment here and just look at the politics of this. This is a political disaster in the making. And if Biden federalizes the National Guard and then has them take down razor wire and, and there's a standoff at the border between Texas officials and the, and, and the Army, this is what you want in a general election? This is, this is what the hill you're going to die on? Are you kidding me? I mean, this makes no sense. There's nothing about this that makes political sense. The only thing that makes political sense about it is if you are an administration that's realizing that there's there's the door and you're being shown the door. So on your way out, well, you know what? Do all the kooky lefty stuff you 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 want to do because it doesn't matter because we're not going to have a second term. And maybe that's it. I mean, maybe they've just realized they're going to lose. But I don't believe they would just surrender like that. I mean, the surrender the border. Yes, but I don't believe they would just simply surrender their complete re-election chances do you of course not 
So that means that, that something must be in the works here. They, they simply just can't allow Joe Biden to lose to Donald Trump without trying to do something here. Something's got to be in the works. They're terrified of Trump coming back in. I already told you they could live with Christy. I mean, um, Nikki Haley, they could live with her. You know, she'll keep the war in Ukraine going. She'll keep the swamp gravy train going. And she's not going to go after the deep state. Trump's going in. It's like Jaws to the revenge. And he wants revenge. And he's going to get revenge. And he's going to he's going to change the 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 way the executive branch of government does business. That's what he's going to do. And they're terrified of that. So then if you want to stop him in a general election, you, you do this. You fight with the state of Texas over over razor wire. You have your bold stand be the, the United States of America standing against a state that's trying to, to end this invasion at the border. That's what you're doing. Here's uh, Corrine Jean-Pierre. Let's do some clips, shall we? This is Corrine Jean-Pierre, the White House fan by just a few moments ago, wrapping up the White House press briefing. We also have some John Kirby as well. It's a it's a mess. The question the reporter asked was, should the American people be prepared for the situation on the border to get even worse? Cut number one. Should the American people be prepared for the situation on the border to get worse if that money is not approved? So, look, uh, you know, I'm not going to get into... Um you know, read the future and what things, how things are going to turn out. What I can speak to is what we're trying to do right now to deal with the challenges, to deal with the broken system, the immigration system. That's what I can speak to. Should the American people be prepared? That, that's what I can speak to. That's what I can speak to, she says. I'm not going to read into the future. They keep coming back to this bill, this bill that is dead on Capitol Hill. Speaker Mike Johnson has already said the bill is dead. It does nothing for border security. It is entirely about the immigration system. We're not talking about the immigration system. This is the analogy I would give you is is if, let's say that what's happening on airplanes is a, is a, is a mess, but all we want to talk about is the airport. We don't want to. We we're we're, we're, we're all we want to focus on is whether or not the cinnabon at the airport is serving up fresh cinnabons. But what we're talking about is bolts and doors and wheels falling off planes. We don't. We're not talking about the layout of the airport. But that's what this administration is doing. Instead of dealing with the national security issues, the security issues, they're talking about the system. Once you're in the country. And of course, now Joe Biden said in 2019, flood the border. He told them that's what he said. I mean, he was on the campaign trail. He was debating Bernie Sanders and debating the other ones. And he said, flood the border. You have a right. Everybody has a right around the world to come to this country and seek asylum. He was trying to get the nomination. He was losing. And what you do in primaries is you go to the extreme of your base. And it doesn't get more extreme than this. This is what he said back then. Take a listen. I would, in fact, make sure that there is, we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come. You see that? You see that? You should, you should come. That's what you should do. You should come. Everybody, come to America. Come to America. And... He said those things, and now he's living up to his promise, and people are coming, and they're not turning him away. So what happens is you get into the country, you either are a gotaway, and you get away, or they give you a ticket and say, come back to court in five years. In the meantime, go enjoy America. Knock yourself out. It's insane. It is insane. And Joe Biden even said in 2007, this was when the Democrat Party was still pretending that it was a normal party, in 2007... Joe Biden was asked when he was running for president whether or not he would allow sanctuary cities to exist. This was the first failed. Well, I mean, he's run for president like 15 times, but this is before Barack Obama picked him to be his VP. Obviously, he was still a candidate at the time. 
Cut number three. Would you allow these cities to ignore the federal law regarding the reporting of illegal immigrants and, in fact, provide sanctuary to these immigrants? The reason the cities ignore the federal law is the fact that there is no funding at the federal level to provide for the kind of enforcement at the federal level you need. Pick up the New York Times today. There's a city not far across the river from my state that imposed similar sanctions. And what they found out is, as a consequence of that, their city went in the dumps, in, in the dumpster. Stores started closing. Everything started to happen. And they changed the policy. Part of the problem is you have to have a federal government that can enforce laws. This administration has been fundamentally derelict in not funding any of the requirements that are needed even to enforce the existing law. So, Senator law. Biden, yes or no, would you allow the cities to ignore the federal law? No. No, uh, no, because the federal government has to enforce the law. That You heard Joe Biden say that. By the way, Governor Christy Nome is live at the southern border right now. She's on Fox News, and she's saying the southern border is a war zone. She, of course, is on Trump's shortlist for Veep in the Veep stakes. But anyway, um, that was Joe Biden then in 2007. Then you heard Joe Biden in 2019. What a difference a decade makes, right? And now what we have is, a, is, a, is an administration that is hell-bent on keeping the border open and fighting a state that is trying to deal with the situation with razor wire. They're fi- the, the, the administration's priority is to fight Texas. How is this a smart general election strategy? Can anyone explain that to me? Of course, you can't because there is, there is no general election strategy behind this. Here's Green Jean-Pierre again criticizing the 25 Republican governors who are supporting Texas. And by the way, all these governors also have the support of the people in their states. Even Brian Kemp of Georgia, no fan of Donald Trump, as you know, even he's signed on to support Texas in this uh, stance that they have right now. Cut number two. Does the president have any response to uh, at least 25 Republican governors signing a joint statement supporting Texas in its standoff with the U.S. at the border. So here's what I would say. My message to those, how many governors in that letter? I believe it's 25. 25 governors. I would say to them um, that, uh, are they, you said Republican governors? Yes. I would say to them that if they truly want to help with, with the issue at the border, with the immigration system, that they need to talk to their, uh, they need to talk to the congressional members, the senators in their state. That's what they need to do. They need to ask them to make sure that they have the resources they need within their respective states to take action, right? To actually deal with a broken system. The way that we deal with this is legislatively. The way that we deal with this is for Congress to act. And so that's what those 25 Republican governors need to do. They need, they really want to help. They really want to assist. They really want to see change uh, with the immigration system. They really want to uh, fix the challenges that we see at the border. Then they should talk to their senators and, the congr- and their congressmen uh, or congresswomen who are in their states. That's how we get this doing, going. And we are appreciative of the senators uh, right now, both Republican and Democrats, who are doing just that. And we want to come to a bipartisan agreement. And so this is what they're saying right now. You're not getting border security. And all you can get, maybe, maybe what you can get is a deal on Capitol Hill that has a lot of spending and does nothing about the actual security of the southern border. Does nothing. Because the, the bill that the Senate is putting pushing through right now does nothing about the issue. Nothing. And Texas is entirely in their rights here. Texas Governor Greg Abbott. First of all, the United States Supreme Court did not say Texas cannot put up razor wire. 
That's number one. He is not defying the Supreme Court in any way, shape, or form. Despite what these uh, idiots on Twitter say, he he's not defying the United States Supreme Court. The Supreme Court did not tell Texas you have to take down razor wire. The Supreme Court didn't tell Texas you can't put more razor wire up. That's not what the Supreme Court said. So Texas Governor Greg Abbott is not actually in violation of the Supreme Court. In fact, there's uh, an article from Business Insider about this. Texas is exploiting a loophole in the Supreme Court decision because the Supreme Court decision doesn't say Texas can't put up barbed wire. That's the bottom line. But here's Texas Governor Greg Abbott explaining his his reasoning behind this. He was on with um, Dana Perino and Bill Hammer earlier today. Uh, Cut number four. Uh, What Texas is doing is just very simple. And and, and that is because the Biden administration has really, truly abdicated its responsibility to secure the border and enforce the laws. Texas very simply is securing the border. And so we put up the razor wire that you were talking about, Bill, and uh, we put up all these barricades that actually have denied illegal entry. Uh, And as you pointed out also in that screen, there are criminals coming across our border. Texas has a right as a state to stop criminals from coming into our state, to make arrests of those criminals. Uh, And we have National Guard as well as Texas Department of Public Safety officers who are there to make those arrests. Good for that. And he's right. He's right. Texas has a responsibility because Joe Biden has abandoned that responsibility. And he cites the Constitution of the United States of America and he's got the support of governors. Lots of governors across 25 of them. I mean, I think the only Republican who didn't sign on was from Vermont. Oh, and Maine, too, I think. That's about it. Also, some breaking news. We're awaiting the verdict on the defamation damages that Donald Trump would have to pay to E. Jean Carroll. Uh, Trump exploded outside the courthouse, by the way. Exploded. And, I, I mean, can you, can, you, can you blame the guy with what he's going through right now? This is a, a video clip that he posted to social media a short time ago. He went after E. Jean Carroll. And like I said, we're awaiting the verdict on this. It could come any minute. When it does, we'll, we'll certainly bring you that breaking news. You don't have to go anywhere. There's going to be a lot of breaking news today. Just strap in. It's a Friday, but we're expecting a lot of it on the show today. Uh, cut number one. I don't even know who this woman is. I have no idea who she is, where she came from. This is another scam. It's a political witch hunt. And somehow we're going to have to fight this stuff. We cannot let our country go into this abyss. This is disgraceful. You have somebody running for office. You have a woman that's financed and lied about it. She totally lied about it by Democrat operatives like just about the biggest one there is. And she said that wasn't true. They found that she lied about it and the judge wasn't even, I guess, letting it be put in as evidence. The whole thing is a scam, and it's a shame, and it's a disgrace to our country. It is a, um, a, a, I mean, a, a crazy time in American politics. I can tell you that. It's nuts. And the president of the United States of America, who, according to the latest polls out right now, this is, I mean, this is an amazing story. New poll finds Biden's approval rating underwater by a whopping 30 points. 30 points. That means that 65% of the country disappro- disproves, disapproves of the, of the job he's doing. That's, you can't recover from that. That is something you just can't come back from. So, knowing all that, can you explain to me what, what the strategy is here? Can you explain to me what the big plan is for them to win re-election? 
Now that we know that whatever happens to Trump in court has no bearing on him whatsoever, Trump's leading him in all seven states that actually matter in the general election, and Biden's approval rating is underwater. So he makes a stand against a state trying to defend its borders. He decides to to, to end liquid natural gas exports at a time when we're, we're backing this war in Ukraine. And all it's going to do is empower Vladimir Putin and Iran and China. It makes zero sense. All right, 855-839-1210 is the number. If you want to weigh in today uh, on everything, we're watching this Texas stuff. We could see a standoff. We could see the uh, National Guard federalized before the show ends today. Who knows? But either way, we're ready for it. Keep the uh, conversation going throughout the afternoon. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocado like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The only show on your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. So the uh, breaking news coming out now, the Border Patrol Union says it will not start arresting Texas National Guard members for following their lawful orders. Texas National Guard and rank and file Border Patrol agents work together and respect each other's jobs, period. If the Texas National Guard members have lawful orders, then they must have to, they must carry out those orders. And as of right now, they do. The Texas National Guard is under the control of the Texas governor. He is the commander-in-chief of the Texas National Guard. If the president of the United States of America decides to federalize them, well, then at that point, it's a different story. And if Biden does that, it will be the absolute end of his presidency. There's no question about that. There will be the the dumbest political mistake in history. And the only people that will cheer that on are the extreme left kooks who are voting for him anyway. So I, I don't I don't know what what comes of this except for a disaster for the Biden administration. That's it. I mean nothing. Nothing good comes from this except for a disaster for Joe Biden politically. Nothing. I mean, look, my God, if in the worst possible scenario, there is some sort of an armed standoff at the border between Texas National Guard and Border Patrol, then, I mean, you imagine if one of the Texas National Guard members gets shot and killed by a Border Patrol agent because because they're putting down razor wire to secure the southern border. I mean, could you could you imagine what the political fallout would be? So, no, th- this is this is by far I I. I'm having a hard time processing this because I try to look at things through the lens of people who are um, people who are rational and political. They make decisions based on rational political ideas and rational political goals. And none of this is rational. None of this. 
Now, this is uh, Karine Jean-Pierre not ruling out the idea that Biden would would basically now grant millions of illegal immigrants parole, which would be a mass pardon, which is also unconstitutional. And she's not ruling out the fact that Joe Biden would do that. Cut number three. Can you share anything about where the president stands on scaling back his parole authority? I, I want to be no, I no, no, no. I hear you, and I and I get I get the the red lines, and I get where we stand, maybe policy wise on particular issues. There are negotiations happening, as you know. You hear me say this almost every time I've been at the at the podium for the past month or two, uh, as we talked about this. But we want to be careful because we want to give them the space to have a good faith conversation, to have a good faith uh, negotiations about what policy, real policy changes, uh, you know, subs- you know, I won't say subs- uh, substantial, but real meaningful policy changes that they can make to deal with the broken system that we see in the immigration system. I just don't want to get into characterizing or laying out or or you know thinking through what our policies are any are on particular issues because we just don't want to get in the way of that the moment i say something the moment it goes into the room of the negotiations and we just don't want to do that you see the immigration system our broken immigration system what we're talking about is border security and then the idea that biden's going to mass parole illegal immigrants who are here illegally in this country who have broken federal law and who are awaiting court dates and she won't comment on that point because you know as well as i do that they may do those things they they, they would love to especially if biden's not running again then what why not what stops them at that point What stops them from doing just the craziest, leftiest, kookiest stuff on the way out the door? The only thing that that is a restraint is that it would be that the guy thinks he can get reelected. But he's not making the moves of a president who is trying to win reelection right now. Independent voters don't want an open border. Nobody does, except for the far left base. But he's already got those people. So what what are you doing? How are you winning hearts and minds with this? How is a standoff with Texas? How does that win you hearts and minds? of people that you need to vote for you in November. Your your message to America is, I'd rather fight Texas than seal the border? That's the message you're putting out in a general election? I'd rather have a standoff with the Texas National Guard than actually secure the border. And that's, that's, a, that's a winning general election strategy? Come on. Uh, and then, of course, Green Jean-Pierre says that Texas Governor Greg Abbott is making it harder for Border Patrol to do their jobs. By the way, Border Patrol does not say that. Nobody from the Border Patrol Union saying that. Border Patrol is not saying that. The White House is saying that. But notice that the agents who are actually on the ground, who are doing the job, they're not saying that. None of them are saying that. Cut number four. Just back uh, to the border. Uh, does the administration think uh, Texas is failing to comply with court orders around uh, placement and removal of razor wire? Well, I mean, the Supreme Court is the highest, you know, law, you know, court of the land. It is, and uh, they made a ruling, and. Uh, you know, on Tuesday, uh, as, as you guys probably saw, DHS sent uh, Texas a letter outlining the access of Border Patrol needs in Shelby Park, for example, to do their jobs and demanding Texas uh, confirm this access will be honored. Border Patrol needs to have access in order to do their job. They just do. And, uh, you know, what we're seeing from Governor Abbott, you've heard me say this over and over again, they're making harder. They're making it harder. He's making it harder for Border Patrol to do their jobs. They need access. They need access. And right now, 
right now, they don't have that. And it's under the Constitution of the United States that federal law is the supreme law of the land, and any conflicting state is preempted. Now, the that's not true, first of all, what she just said. That's completely not true. But let me tell you what the left is, is, is looking for here. They believe that this is the same thing as when President Eisenhower uh, sent in the army to basically now escort little black children into a school because the racist Democrat governor of Arkansas would not allow the school to be integrated. So now you think about this now for a moment. The Republican governor, Dwight Eisenhower, did that because the Democrat governor would not allow that to happen in Arkansas. But now we're, we're, they're comparing that to this, this situation at the border. And Joy Reid on MSNBC. I mean, exactly what I'm what I've been telling you. They 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 they're they're saying that in immigration enforcement is segregation. They want Biden to federalize the National Guard so that they can have a historic moment where Biden makes his great stand for civil rights. Because what people coming into this country illegally are the same thing as 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 American citizens who were black who had a right to go to a school. Are you kidding me? That's 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 the comparison that whack jobs, I mean, ultimate whack jobs on the left are hoping for. But that's not how the American people are going to view this. This is not Dwight Eisenhower making a bold stand here. This is not Dwight Eisenhower having having federal troops escort little black kids into a, a school building in the wake of a Supreme Court decision. That's not what this is. But if Biden decides to federalize the National Guard and then decides to use the army now, to take down razor wire and make this stand against Texas, it will be a political disaster for him. But he'll get cheered on by the likes of Joy Reid. But my guess is Joy Reid's already voting for him. So how, how do you win anything here? In this clip also includes former Clinton campaign staffer and journalist Paula Paolo Ramos. Uh, cut number seven. And, and very quickly, this massive resistance, it sounds like the old Southerners who said that we will resist integration by any means necessary, that Chip Roy language. How does that read inside of the Latino community? I mean, it's it's very it's very simple. No, if you're the Republican Party, you're you're allegedly the party of laws and order, and you're essentially telling local authorities to break the law. No, so I think once again going into this image of you know who is the party of law and order and who is the party for democracy, I think that's where we all have to highlight the hypocrisy, regardless of the politics. They're essentially telling people to break the law. Now, how? How are they breaking the law? How is Texas breaking the law? Supreme Court didn't tell Texas they can't put up razor wire. Supreme Court of the United States did not tell Texas you have to, you have to take down razor wire. The Supreme Court didn't do any of those things. This is another lie the left is telling today. But again, just explain to me, explain to me how you win a general election with this kind of strategy. Because I can't figure this out. I cannot figure this out. And if, if, if Joe Biden, if Joe Biden, the president of the United States of America decides to keep going down this road of having a standoff against the state because he's on the side of open borders and a mass invasion of illegal immigrants, it will be the end of his presidency. And the only thing I can think of, the only conclusion I can make is that it is the end of his presidency and that they, they're just, they're, they don't care. They don't care. Because you can not tell me that this is a good general election strategy. This, this ranks up there as one of the biggest political blunders in American history. Forget, I mean, I'm saying, like, for a moment, just leave, leave the Constitution, leave the legality, leave all that aside. Just focus on the politics of this. Do you think the average independent voter in Pennsylvania thinks that it's a good idea right now for Joe Biden to be doing this? 
when you've got even John Fetterman coming out and saying that we have to deal with the border. We've got to secure the border. And he's he's not saying that because he's hearing from independent voters that they want an open border. You know, his whole his whole long con here of pretending like he's the mainstream moderate Democrats so that can ultimately shiv Trump in the back and 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 be out there for Joe Biden or his body double has completely taken over like in the movie Dave. Either way, you're not coming out with that position that you want the border secure unless you know people support that position. So if you got to win Pennsylvania in the general election, which you must do because Pennsylvania is the must win state again, 2024, Pennsylvania will decide the presidency. I have no doubt about that. We are we are ground zero for this election. Do you think the average Pennsylvania, even middle of the road voter, wants to see this invasion at the border continue? What, what do you think? That they're not aware of what's happening? Do you think they're going to like it if, if Biden federalizes the National Guard and starts taking down razor wire? Or if there's a some sort of a, a standoff or, God forbid, shooting that occurs between federal and state officials at the southern border? Do you, do you think they're going to be cheering Biden on over this? This is what I mean. I mean, none of this, none of this makes any sense whatsoever. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. And the other stupid th- thing they did today was they turned around. And they announced a ban on exports of liquid natural gas, which is going to empower Iran, empower Russia, and empower China. This is an administration that is making no political sense whatsoever. None. None. I can't figure it out. I really can't. I'm, I'm trying so hard to figure this out, but it, it just, I think, just proves my theory that they are going to have a different candidate. They have to at this point. They know they can't rescue this presidency, and, you know, they figure that if they have a new, new candidate in there, none of, none of these things will, will matter because it's not going to be reflective of that person. This is Joe Biden doing these things. But I don't know. I think you're playing with fire here because Trump's going to come out and have a very strong message against this on the campaign trail, and I don't see the blowback not hitting the shrapnel, not hitting whoever the Democrat is that you put in there at the last minute to try to take over if that is what occurs with Joe Biden. So I think this is just a disaster. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Listen, we got two great events coming up for you. Parks Casino Comedy Night is one week from Thursday. Yes, that's right. One week from yesterday. So in less than a week. And we're excited about it. February 1st, we all need to laugh. It's going to be a great night of comedy. 20 bucks, get your ticket, your first drink free, and we'll have some laughs. I'll be on stage as the MC along with Mike Baldini. We could all use a nice break. So just go to parkscasino.com slash comedy. Get your tickets today for 20 bucks and... If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The show always sells out. It's a lot of fun, but you have to get tickets. Otherwise, you may not be able to get them at the door. So do it today, parkscasino.com slash comedy. The other great event is Terry Hayes, the author of The Year of the Locust. We're going to be together in Wayne, PA, coming up on Wednesday, February 7th. You've got a signed copy of his new book, The Year of the Locust. We'll have a great conversation, so join us for that as well. Get your tickets for that at 1210wpht.com. Got a big show ahead today. Dr. Wilfred Riley is going to stop by. We'll talk to Dr. Victoria Coates on the latest allegations concerning staff members from the United Nations who may have had a role in the October 7th attacks on Israel. There's a lot going on locally, nationally. We're watching everything. Will there be a standoff at the Texas border? Will Donald Trump speak after the verdict comes down or the damage order comes down in the E. Jean Carroll defamation case? All these things we're watching for you. Don't go away. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. I mean, none of it makes sense. 
But the Biden administration has announced a temporary ban on liquid natural gas exports. First of all, uh, liquid natural gas is clean burning. It's 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 such a great way uh, to be energy efficient for the United States of America to help our allies around the world who need it. And what this is going to do is empower countries like China, like Iran, like Russia. I mean, Vladimir Putin is getting richer selling his natural gas to countries like France, for example. Because, you know, they're so worried he's going to invade France next. And China burns the dirtiest coal in the world. And they're going to burn more of it now as a result. None of it, none of it makes sense. Unless you are an administration just hell-bent on doing everything you possibly can to destroy this country. Uh, I do want to make a point, and I'll get into this in depth with Dr. Victoria Coase when she joins the show. Because she's an expert in both energy and international affairs. But yesterday I mentioned to you in the... Six o'clock hour, I believe it was. John, uh, it talked about uh, Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer coming out against Zinn. So Zinn is a nicotine pouch. And it's not tobacco. It's a different. I mean, there are, there are tobacco pouches. And there's tobacco dip and that sort of thing. But Zinn is the drug nicotine. And it's in a pouch. You put it under your lip. And it's a stimulant. Like caffeine is a stimulant. Some people even said nicotine has health benefits, might fight Alzheimer's, might give you more um, like like many stimulants. It might help with concentration, might might help with uh, curbing, you know, um, eating disorders. I mean, there's all kinds of different theories on it. But regardless, it's not tobacco. But yet Chuck Schumer came out as America's nanny and once again decided that he wants it to be regulated. He's going after it. The same thing he did with with prime energy drinks because they have 200 milligrams of caffeine. Big deal, as I told you, a Starbucks venti coffee has 400 milligrams of caffeine. And it doesn't matter for me because I'm, I've had so much caffeine. I have built up such a tolerance to caffeine that I need an IV drip every morning just to get going. You think I'm kidding. But one cup, two cups, I need four, five cups of coffee to get going in the morning. I kid you not. And when I was doing mornings, it was even worse. There, I just needed shots of Red Bull. Not with vodka, but just shots of Red Bull, just to just to get going. I'm not a morning person. Biologically speaking, I'm a night person. There, it's a real thing. You know, there are there are night people and morning people. It's true. But, I mean, we couldn't have evolved as a society without people who were more alert at night to be able to protect the village from tigers and predators and you know people with axes, I guess. Uh, and then there were morning people who were able to to you know wake up early and you know do the crops and. Whatever the morning people do. I don't know. But anyway, uh, back to the Zinn. So John Fetterperson's body double came out and said he does not agree that there should be a ban on Zinn or it should be you know more regulation or anything like that. John Fetterperson's body double. If you have not seen the movie Dave, watch it this weekend. It's great. Kevin Klein, Sigourney Weaver. He is the lookalike of the president. He he becomes the acting president, so to speak, when the president has a stroke and they bring him in. And then he basically takes over and shifts the political trajectory of the White House. It's a very funny, charming, romantic, cute little comedy with some um, cool political undertones and cool political scenes in it, too. I actually really like it. It's a, it's a very good movie. But John Fetterperson's body double, much like how Dave took over in the movie, has a different guy. It's a totally different guy. And he, he he's on the side of, uh, of, of freedom. So yesterday he came out as one of two senators who opposed a two-state solution on Palestine. Now he's coming out and he's saying he stands with, uh, with freedom for Zinn. 
Take a listen. I'm going to err on the side of more freedom and personal choices of those kinds of things. And I made that same argument when I wanted to legalize marijuana. Like, and you know, half of, more than half a million Americans die every year from smoking and t- tobacco, uh, or you know, tens and tens of thousands die from alcohol. And I think there's bigger issues to address than than that product. So I, I don't support, and I would never in, uh, support snuff or chewing tobacco. But it's available. It is available. I, I know, Henry. You had a comment you wanted to make on this, right? Yeah. I mean. Like, from high school on, I've seen, like, kind of people evolve from doing, like, dip, chewing tobacco to, like, someone, you know, the first person came up and was like, yo, have you seen this? It's called a jewel, you know, and then everyone started vaping through college, and then, you know, after that, like, probably around my senior year of college, people were like, have you seen these? These nicotine pouches, they're called Zins, you know, after uh, flavored jewel pods got banned, even though they're still selling disposables that still are fruity and all that stuff. Zin is, like the cleanest way to get like a nicotine buzz there's nothing better than like you know going out on a friday night like tonight you know having a couple beers and then throwing a zin in or two you're gonna throw a zin in tonight yeah absolutely you're part of the zin surrection (laughs) yeah you could say that that's what they're calling it the insurrection i I understand yeah no it's i i think it's crazy to come out and like go after this because i think it's probably the cleanest form of tobacco there is out there even you know even though it's not tobacco tobacco nicotine yeah, and that's just, and that's honestly all the people crave is just a little nicotine buzz, just a little buzz. Yeah, uh, Greg Price put it. He said um, that people who are against this they they fear a society when a man wakes up in the morning, drinks black coffee, pops a cool mint upper decky, mm-hmm. and takes on the world. Yeah, he said a man with with <laughs> nicotine, protein, caffeine, and creatine coursing through his veins is an unstoppable force. Imagine if Joe Biden had a couple smooth sixes that he took every day at six milligrams. Maybe he'd know where to walk when he finishes speeches. <laughs> yeah, personally, I keep mine on the bottom lips, uh, but you know what? I, I'm absolutely with Greg Price on this one. And and so David Weigel doesn't like that. So David Weigel came out and said the online roots of the conservative zinsurrection. As he says, it's uh, it, it conservative media influencers with their dietary fads and their brain boosters and their questionable supplements and their caffeine and all the other things. So uh, they've made this political now, which is funny, when I don't think people who, to your point, are going to have a couple beers tonight and pop a zin in are really doing it to make a political statement. No. Like and it's it's just so much easier than like going outside and having to smoke a cig and come back in and like reeking. You stink. Or you know you have to hide. Yeah, you're right? cold, and then or you have to hide like the vape cloud that like comes out when you you know if you do it in, inside a bar or something. No, just, yeah, but it, they don't let you vape at a lot of bars. That's anymore. what I'm saying. Like you, well, people just do it anyway. You're not going outside to vape. Yeah. You, you know you yeah. blow it down your shirt or you, you look the other way or you do something. Like it's it's so much easier. Like you just pop it in and like that's it. And you get a nice buzz, and then you take one out. It's like, all right, maybe I want one later, and then I'll take another one later. Tucker Carlson is a big Zen guy. Huge. I I didn't realize that he's yeah. a big Zen guy. Yeah, I saw the video of like the Nelk boys like <laughs> flying in a giant Zen container for him. Wow! On a on a helicopter just for him. So, so. flavored or is there just a general? Uh, I mean, neutral flavor. So they're all flavored. I'm pretty sure. I haven't seen any neutral ones, at least not that I've seen. Yeah, they're all like you know various degrees of like. Gum flavors, you know, like spearmint, wintergreen, right, peppermint. Right. Uh, there's a citrus flavor, but that personally, to me, is disgusting. I mean, yeah, it makes me gag every time I put it in, put one in. But <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, it's awful. 
All right, well, we'll talk more about uh, Henry's uh, Zen addiction in the 4 o'clock I don't plus. even have a Zen addiction. Plus, speaking of Tucker Carlson, who does have a Zen addiction, um, he talked to Governor Greg Abbott, who says, yeah, they're ready for a standoff if necessary with the federal government. So we got a big 4 o'clock hour straight ahead for you. Don't go away. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.